This is Ashley from GoldenGoddesses.org. Welcome to the October 4th episode of Threshold to Ascension Radio. Everybody take a deep breath and just take a moment to let the day go and just center in your hearts. There's so much going on in the collective consciousness, a lot of wounds being brought up hopefully to be healed and transmuted and released and at the same time there is that fear porn being pumped through the collective consciousness to keep us disempowered and we're going to talk about that tonight i do want to give a shout out to neil gower at portal to ascension the ascension conference starts tomorrow October 5th in Irvine and if you can't go there in person do take a look at the Portal to Ascension website and consider partaking in the live stream he's got some really beautiful wise gifted presenters who are helping humanity to wake up to who we truly are and the beauty of the live stream is you can take your time to watch it because it has unlimited replay So thanks again to Neil, and I know that you're going to have an amazing conference. Look forward to hearing about it in a couple weeks to see how everything went. I also want to mention that my guest last week, the beautiful Carrie Walker, the Soul Path Recalibrator, has kindly extended the entries for her giveaway for another week. So I will send out another newsletter with that information. So the prize winner will be announced next week. Just give a little more time for people to sign up. Next week, my guest is going to be the amazing Randy Kramer. Some of you may be aware of Randy. He was one of the very first super soldiers that had spent time on Mars to come out and talk about his experiences several years ago. He's been doing a lot of galactic under the radar work, if you will, and I've been keeping in touch with him and I'm excited to say that his book is finally going to be published in the next couple of months and he'll give us an update on the show next week. I have to laugh because four or five years ago, Randy happened to be the guest on the first show I guest hosted. And there was so much amazing information that he shared about the journey to Mars, the healing and regeneration technology that's available, that unfortunately the powers that were are keeping from the public, that after we finished the show, I was doing that show on my iPhone. My iPhone screen, after I hung up, went completely black And this white code started running across my screen. And I quickly shut my phone off and put it on airplane mode, did everything I could. And I just had to laugh 
Because when things like that happens, it means that Randy's doing something right, ruffling a few feathers and sharing his experience. And you may or may not find credence in the fact that we have had a Mars program for generations. But listen in next week, and I'm sure you'll find it very intriguing, if nothing else. As we center in our hearts, I do also want to give a shout out to all the beautiful people who went back to Las Vegas this week for the anniversary of the false flag attack that took place. And I'm going to language it that way. Now, understand then that false flag doesn't mean it didn't happen. What it means is that it was intentionally done to create chaos to propose an agenda. A dear friend of mine, Shannon Leishner, a Theta healer, was actually there last year. And she was nicked by a ricochet bullet and she had a beautiful tattoo done around the scar. But as a healer and as someone on the spiritual path, she found it very difficult with all the people around her that were hurt and many who were dying. And she called in her angelic team to help those that were transitioning. And she personally focused on helping those that were still living. And Shannon's going to be on the show in November. And it will be an honor to have her share her experience and what that trauma has led her to in her expanding mission here on the planet. So do sign up for the goldengoddesses.org newsletter on the website on the homepage to keep abreast of the guests that are coming. Or of course, you can come back to the BBS radio page for Threshold to Ascension and see the upcoming guests. So there's a lot of amazing things happening. And as I've shared on this show before, my intention, it's always intention, not perfection, right? My intention is to hold a higher frequency, to do the best that I can not to get caught up in the matrix programming of chaos and rather look at the higher frequency of what's happening. Now at times I've been accused of being a little Pollyanna the difference, however, is that I'm not in denial of what's happening out in the 3D world. But my team of golden goddesses and star family and guides has shared with me that my contribution is much greater when I look at things from a 50,000 foot level and hold the frequency rather than getting caught up in the muck and the mire. I'm not perfect. And living in 3D always has those invitations to get caught up in the drama, in the chaos, in the divide and the conquer. And the subject that I'm going to address tonight has our country and around the world many people divided. And I'm talking about the fallout from the Supreme Court nomination of Kavanaugh and the testimony that was done with Dr. Ford before the Senate. Now, I'm going to be perfectly transparent. I don't talk politics because I truly believe it's all 
an illusion and a matrix and a control program. I do believe and have been shown in my meditations that we are on the precipice of paradigms being shattered. Now, most of you who've been on your spiritual path know that on the precipice in spirit time can be very different than what we humans think. You know, when your guides or your team says it's going to change soon, we really want them to quantify that in 3D terms. Because 10 years is a blink of an eye to an infinite being, and yet can seem like forever in a human journey on the planet. But what I wanted to talk about was not the politics of what's happening. That can be debated from your beliefs or from who you feel is trying to one-up someone else, but rather from the level of what's being brought up in the division of the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Again, to be perfectly transparent, I had my own Me Too moments at age four, at age 16, and at age 23. And while being on social media this week and talking to people who've been emailing me, asking for support as their emotions come up, I personally can say that, of course, at the age of four, I have very little memory of the date or the time, although do have the glimpses and I've had the energetic imprint that I've cleared. In fact, the aspect of me that took off at that time went to the Pleiades disassociation is a common thing that happens to people when they're being abused. And the healing came when at age 20, we called that aspect back into my body. And she actually laughed hysterically as she was trying to figure out what this physical thing was that was so much denser than the light being experienced she had been having on the Pleiades. At age 16, I was actually in Spain with my Spanish class. My sister was with me. And there's no drinking age in Spain. And I'll date myself. It was the time of the middies and the cork wedge platform shoes. And we had gone out one night, snuck out, if you will, the chaperones didn't know it. And we were enjoying sangria and Spanish music. There was about five of us women or young ladies at age 16. And when we left where we were, we had to go into this kind of underground passageway, uh, like a subway, but there wasn't trains. It was like a tunnel underground that went from one main street to the next. And there was a group of men that actually chased us. And as we're running through this underground passageway, if you will, I was running a little bit slower than my friends and my sister. And as I was running up the stairs to exit this underground pedestrian area, I tripped and fell on those fantastic cork platform wedges. My friends kept running and the men attacked me. There was hands up my dresses, hands on my body, and it was quite frightening. And I screamed and they laughed. And luckily my friends and my sister came back and chased them off. Now, do I remember the date? I do not. 
Do I remember the time? I do not. But I will never forget that panic and that sense of violation that happened in my body. At age 23, I was working in Europe. I had just graduated a couple years prior from university and my job was working in tourism and I was stationed in a small ski village in the springtime in Switzerland. And we had 350 people a week coming to this little village as their vacation on chartered craft. And it was my responsibility to welcome them to do all the room bookings and help with the tours just to give you a briefing. Now, back in those days, that was in the late 70s, early 80s, early 80s. And there was a lot of cocaine around and a lot of transcendental meditation. Now, I did not partake. I was kind of a good girl most of my life. But the person who I reported to in my company, the vice president of the company, was well known for snorting cocaine and standing on top of tables in restaurants and doing a lot of other things. Now, he was stationed in the East Coast, and I was over in Switzerland doing this program. We worked with a ground operator company. They took care of the buses and the tours, etc. And there was a gentleman who owned this company. His office was in one of the converted condos in this ski village that we were using as our hotel, if you will. And it had a king-size bed in it. This gentleman called me one night and said, Ashley, are you alone? And at first I said yes, and then I quickly got what he was asking. I said, no, one of my colleagues was with me. And he said, okay, meet me tomorrow in my office after the bus leaves for the tour to Chamonix. Now I'm smart and I knew what he was asking. And I waited the next morning until he called me and said, where are you? And I said, oh, I didn't realize we're meeting. And he said, come to the office now. As I walked through the plaza to go to his office, I passed two of the tour guides that were waiting for the afternoon tour. And I looked at Karen and Patricia, Americans traveling through Switzerland, and I said, don't ask me any questions, but please come to Mr. A's office in a half an hour and ask if there is anything he needs you to do. And they looked at me quizzically and I said, don't ask. And I went up to his office and I walked in purposely not shutting the door and he said, shut the door. And I said, no, I'll leave it open. He said, shut the door. And I came and I sat in front of his desk. He was probably in his mid forties and I was, as I said, about 23. And he looked at me and he said, you know, it's very important for my company and your company, I'm not gonna mention any names, to get along. And I looked at him, I said, I don't know what you mean. And he said, I expect you and I to be very friendly while you're here. And I said, I don't know what you mean, although I knew. And he looked at me with this kind of creepy smile. And he said, if you want to keep your job, you will do as I ask you to do. And on the inside, I'm quaking, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. 
And he looked at me and he said, if you do not do what I say, I will call your boss and get you fired. And I had this very strange thought. I said, my parents are going to be disappointed in me because this is my first job out of university and I'm going to get fired. And he did everything he could to intimidate me. And finally, when he said, do you want me to call your boss? I took a deep breath and I looked at him and I said, yes, do you need his number or would you like me to give it to you? And he laughed, that laugh like the villain in the Dudley Do-Right cartoons, for those of you, I'm dating myself. And just then Karen and Patricia came in and said, is there anything we can do? And he gave me a look, knowing that I had called him on it. And I left and I was shaking. And I spent three more months fulfilling my obligation there. Now, I don't remember what date it was or the specific year. I could figure it out if I count back, but I do remember how I felt. And I do remember the panic. I remember the way he looked at me and what he insinuated. So this energy for many is coming up to be cleared and healed and transmuted with this situation with Kavanaugh. Now, I'm not going to say he's telling the truth and she's lying or she's telling the truth and he's lying because, again, politics are manipulated by the powers that were for one outcome or another. But I do want to share with anyone who is out there listening, if you've been having trauma come up by reliving what may have happened to you in your own Me Too experience. To hold in your heart the knowingness that you're okay. That it does not define you, nor does it imprison you. When I was living in Australia, one of the main things I did was healing for adult survivors of childhood sexual abuse. And the big thing that I found that was helpful to, to many who have gone through it is to actually clear the energetic imprints and the muscle memory from the parts of the body that were pinned down or violated. And so if you feel that you are still carrying energy from an experience you went through, I encourage you to find in your heart the courage to go and receive healing. My journey through this led me to speak up when Trump was saying it's all locker room talk. Now, I'm going to be very clear. I'm not anti-Trump. And I hope that doesn't offend any of the listeners because I feel he is a paradigm buster, definitely not business as usual. And although I don't agree with a lot of what he does, I do agree that the system is broken and needs to be changed. But when he uttered those words from the video that was caught of him coming off the bus, it did trigger energies within me as it did with many who have been recipients of that kind of violation. And I had the courage to speak up at the dinner table 
in the community I was living in. And to share that this is the impact it's having on many men and women who have gone through abuse. It doesn't mean that you're agreeing with the politics, but from the 50,000 foot level, when we consider the possibility that on our way to ascension, one of the thresholds it's important for us to cross is to heal and clear those woundings of our soul and of our heart and of our body and to speak our truth and be heard. My beautiful partner, Joseph, hadn't heard of all of my experiences at that point. And in fact, he was a little hurt that he heard about it around this dinner dining room table. But he understood that I had still carried a little bit of the shame from those experiences. What's also important is that there are incredible men stepping up and saying no more. There's a beautiful YouTube clip, I'll actually put the link in the archive description of this show of Patrick Stewart, the actor. And I'm gonna paraphrase because it's been a little while since I watched it. But someone asked him what his greatest accomplishment was outside of his acting career. And he thought about it for a moment and he said, my greatest accomplishment is the work that I have done to support women who have been abused. And he went on to share that his mother and he as a young child were the victim of physical abuse, not sexual abuse, by his father. And he had experienced as a young child standing up and trying to protect her. And that stuck with him so much that when he became abundant through his acting, he did a lot of philanthropy with women who had been abused, creating shelters and education programs. And he said, I understand now why my father did what he did because of his journey through the war, but it doesn't excuse what he did. And then Patrick Stewart went on to say to the men in the room, it's not the women's responsibility to heal this. It is the men's responsibility to step up, to say enough is enough. And what's beautiful about what's happening in this Me Too movement, and I'm not politicizing it, I understand there's infiltration, I understand there's funding, and yet there are a lot of very real stories. But what's beautiful about this Me Too movement, it is giving people the opportunity to come out from hiding their experiences, to heal that wound of shame, and to cross another threshold on the way to ascension. There was something on Facebook today or yesterday about all women changing their profile to be wearing black in protest. And there was a beautiful post by a woman who said, I'm choosing not to wear black, not because I don't believe those who have gone through this, because I myself, she said, am a survivor. 
but because I feel it is much more important now to focus on the beautiful men that are out there, the men that are saying this is not okay, for they are the majority. Those, whether men or women, who abuse their power to intimidate others are in the minority. And yes, their karma will come back to them, whether it's through the legal system or through spiritual or health issues. And of course, there is the opportunity for criminal charges if that is what feels appropriate. But if someone is put away for what they've done to you, it's not going to heal the wounding inside. And so when you take a moment and tune into, are you loving yourself? And do you know that you are divine and that nothing anyone else has done to you changes that? Let's take a deep breath. Just breathe into your heart your connection to source, God, goddess, Jeshua, Buddha, whatever you call source. Let it come down through your crown, down through your third eye, through your throat, through that higher heart and into your heart and let it fill your being and know that you are perfect exactly as you are. You are not defined by what happened to you, nor are you imprisoned by it. Now, it is true that we each go about healing in our own way, in our own time, in our own process. But if there is anyone who's listening, who's gone through this experience and they haven't yet reached out for help, I encourage you to do so. Again, from the 50,000-foot level, we're taking the veils away from a problem that has gone on for centuries. And as the frequency on the planet is raising, the chaos is created because the recalibration will no longer allow that dense negative energy to exist. And so when we celebrate people coming forward, when we celebrate our own wounds coming up to be released, it supports that recalibration happening quicker. The beautiful thing is men are finding the courage to stand in their hearts, to speak their truth, and to be authentic. It is our journey to support each other as we go through this collective healing. Divine union is not about judging one or another. It is about recognizing we all have wounds to heal. And when we have the courage to face them and move through them, we all contribute to the recalibration of the human collective, which is our pathway to collective ascension.
So when you take a moment to tune into your heart, if you've been on this journey, take a moment to look at what growth has come through it for you. Oftentimes it's easier and more in our awareness to focus on what perhaps chaos it created in our life. If it shut us down, made it harder for us to become in relationships. And yet there's always a gift. That's the 50,000 foot level. For me, the gift was going on to do healing and supporting other adult survivors of childhood sexual abuse in clearing that energetic imprints from their body. You may have found that you became someone that others could talk to, or you went into a healing modality, or you began to write your story. And if you haven't yet found that silver lining, meditate on it. Ask for guidance from Mary Kuan Yin, white buffalo calf woman, whomever you feel is a representative of the divine feminine, that nurturing, embraceive energy. So let's take a deep moment, a moment to again breathe into our hearts. And feel that light coming in, filling your being. As we ask Bacall and the lion beings to create sacred space around each and every one of you. As you breathe in through your heart, as you exhale, imagine an orb of light expanding, encompassing your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. Sealing off your energy to all but your own divine light essence. And as you breathe in this space, know that every photon within this orb of light around you is pulsing at the frequency of your divine light being. For you are divine. You always have been and you always will be. Within this protective bubble, we ask Bacall and the lion beings, the guardians of universal law, protectors of the gods and goddess to assist us with creating sacred space. As we welcome all entities in love and light. We speak to you all from the Lord God, goddess of our being, telling you all you are healed and forgiven, lifted and enlightened, healed and forgiven, lifted and enlightened, filled and surrounded with the divine Christ light and the divine goddess love. And we give thanks to the beautiful many for escorting all this lower level energy to its perfect place. Go in peace. And so it is. As you breathe the absolute love of source deep into your being. See it going to the parts of your body that may still be holding on to old trauma. 
and see the divine light of source gently recalibrating that part of your body, transmuting and releasing any energy that has been trapped in your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual body and release it back to source. Breathe in the divine light of source once again into the parts of your body, into your heart that may be holding on to any of this denser wounded energy and transmute it with your intention. Ask source creator, God, goddess, your higher self to release this energy from your being. You no longer need to carry it. And as that energy continues to be released, We call upon your higher self to search this time and all time and places where there is no time in this dimension and all dimensions and places between and beyond the dimensions to call back any soul aspects, soul fragments, any ages or consciousness that may have split off at any time in this earth journey and all earth journeys to disassociate and to separate from the pain and we're going to call those soul fragment aspects back just to the outside of this orb of light with your intention if you were 4 or 16 or 23 48 whatever age Just with your intention, call those soul fragments back to the periphery of this orb of light. As we ask all that is source to assist these soul aspects in releasing and transmuting any wounded vibration they still carry. See all those soul fragments surrounded in love and light. As again, we welcome all this energy and love and light. We speak to it all from the Lord, God, goddess of our being. Asking that these soul fragments are healed, lifted and enlightened. That all wounding, cords, anchors, vibrations that are not of divine light are transmuted back to source. See them glowing in pink light of all that is. And when you're ready, breathe these soul aspects, these soul fragments through the orb of light. They're being recalibrated as they come back into your heart. Welcome yourself home. For the next three breaths, just breathe in the divine light of source as we ask your higher selves to recalibrate all that you are to the highest possible frequency available to you at this time. As you welcome all of yourself home into your heart. We now ask Archangel Michael to assist you with cutting away any cords, any hooks, 
any attachments between you and those that may have violated you, whether physically or emotionally, mentally. See that beautiful sword of healing, divine justice, releasing any cords, hooks, attachments, and sending all that energy back to whence it came. No longer having any control over your energy field. Now breathe back any of your cords from any revenge or anger, any of your energy that's being drained by this individual who trespassed in your energy field. And as you bring those cords back, your energy, call all your energy back, coming to this orb of light and know that when it comes to the orb, it is healed and transmuted. All wounding is released. And before it enters back into your energy field, it is recalibrated to the highest possible frequency available to you at this time. And as you breathe into your heart, tune into whether you can see the union of the divine masculine and the divine feminine within your heart. For that mutual respect and mutual honoring of the divine masculine and divine feminine within each of us, is the foundation for the healing of the divine masculine and the divine feminine and the collective. Breathe that absolute love into your heart and know that the sacred marriage of that divine masculine and divine feminine, the heros gamos, is a very integral part of your unique ascension path stay with that for a breath or two and it doesn't matter your gender or your orientation we all have feminine and masculine energies breathe that into your heart when you're ready, send the energy down through your base chakra and connect into the crystalline heart of the sending Mother Earth, the new Earth, the fifth dimensional Earth, and feel her nurturing, supportive, loving energy. Bring that back up into your heart. And as it fills your heart with that sense of peace, Tune in to the highest vibration of all that you are, your own God, Goddess Self. More magnificent than you may even be able to imagine. And bring that divine light of all that you are down through the higher gateways, down through the soul star, down into the crown, down into the higher heart in the thymus area and let it join the earth energy in your heart.
as again we invite all that you are to be recalibrated to the highest possible frequency available to you at this time. Take some breaths and when you're ready, gently open your eyes and envision a fifth dimensional realm where we all speak our truth from our hearts without attachment to the outcome. Speaking our truth from our hearts and being authentically who we are. And see, feel, imagine what our world looks like with that reality where we honor our differences and our similarities, where we understand when someone says no, we honor that, where we respect each other. One of the challenges for those of you that are star seeds may be that your heart is so wide open that the wounding of the human collective consciousness, when you experience it personally, strikes so deep that you feel the only way you can continue to walk through this earth plane is to build a wall, a shell around your heart. Mastery and ascension comes not from shutting off the heart, but from knowing your own divinity and trusting your own authenticity that no matter what someone else says about you, it doesn't shake you from your center. Now, as we walk this earth path, that is a powerful initiation and we stumble and we fall we have our human moments, we laugh at our human moments, and sometimes we cry in our human moments. Speaking personally, having just gone through a very heart-wrenching experience where someone I cared deeply for as my spiritual brother chose and is still choosing to slander me, I have a choice. I have a choice to take that on and perhaps attack back, or I have a choice to stand in my higher heart and to practice being love, being light, and sending that individual healing rather than anger. This has been an ongoing path for me over the last five months. And I don't profess to be perfect at it, and yet I am aware of it. And I practice it on an ongoing basis. As I said at the outset, our individual healing is our own journey, and it will take the time that it takes. But as we reflect upon how it contributes to our ascension path, it often makes it easier to address things from the 50,000 foot level. 
the divine feminine energy, the goddess energy, is blossoming at a pace that is so rapid that many are very uncomfortable with it. Used to the status quo, used to having a certain form of control, used to being able to get away with jokes that are hurtful. When those of us that stand in our divinity, whether masculine or feminine, call them on it, Without being overly political correct, there's a difference between a joke done in front of people who find the humor in it and one that is done with a frequency to hurt. So the golden goddesses of light that I was first introduced to in my 20s have been coming through over the last several months letting me know that this energy is continuing to awaken exponentially. And as that happens, like any time higher frequencies comes in, whatever is not of that frequency has to be shed, has to be transmuted. So I invite you not to live in naivete, but when you hear these things in the collective consciousness, that you make a choice. Do I choose to lower my frequency, which actually feeds the illusionary matrix, gives power to the negative alien agenda and the powers that were? Or do I choose to hold a higher frequency, not be in denial, but rather stand in my mastery. And standing in your power in times of great initiation and chaos is what the light walkers, the light beam carriers on the planet are going to be called to do and are being called to do. It's very easy to stay in OM when everything is unicorns and butterflies. The true mastery comes from staying in that space or bringing yourself back to that space when the tornado of wounded chaos is circling around you. So I bring this up because there is a lot being discussed on the internet and on newscasts about protests that may be taking place. Some of them are paid protesters. Some are people who truly believe in what they're protesting but are being caught up in an intentional disruption attempted to keep the status quo so the powers that were can be in control. Your choice again is what frequency do you hold? Those of you that are warriors of spirit, I bow to you. There are those that are called to speak their truth, to fight the fights, to change the paradigms. And if that is your resonance, I send you my gratitude. And there are those that are called to hold a frequency to support the collective changing at an exponential level by creating a frequency field 
that invites others to step out of their woundedness or anger and into that enlightenment. We have the supply of water and we have our supply of food. Being prepared is being smart. The question is though, do you spend your time in fear of what might happen? Or do you spend your time in that divine light and love contributing to the joy collective field on the planet while prepared if anything happens? Some have talked about the presidential emergency broadcast test that happened yesterday, October 3rd. There is the belief that this was a preparation for perhaps martial law, with the martial law being the way that the indictments can be released because much of our judicial system is corrupt. So again, I ask you, how are you preparing for that potential timeline? Are you holding a fear energy or are you recognizing the ways you can prepare your life, prepare communication with your loved ones without feeding that fear which strengthens that negative alien agenda, the Archon agenda, the powers that were? How do you choose to be an impact through the collective? Now, as more and more of us hold this higher frequency, those timelines often change. It is all so fluid and organic now. Many of us get exhausted because we keep seeing a potential timeline and then it changes. I say thank you for contributing to the switch of the timeline rather than being frustrated that maybe we all were wrong. Because truly what's important is where we as humanity, the star nation that we are as humans, how we choose to hold our frequency and be part of the galactic community. And as these woundings shift and clear, whether it's the Me Too movement, whether it's the pedophilia, whether it's the corruption in our political system, as we all continue to celebrate the exposure and hold the frequency for the transmutation, I truly believe that we're not sinking deeper into the mire. We are actually heading towards the enlightenment. But I caution you to not hold on to an external event, specifically the event, as your get out of earth card. Because each of us came to the planet for our own spiritual growth. Back last year, I think it was September 23rd, it was one of those rapture days, supposedly. I again was on standby to cover for the host of the show that I stood in for occasionally. And there was a lot on the internet about what's gonna happen. And when I tuned into it, 
that wasn't the timeline that I saw. I meditated on it and I asked my team, am I in denial? Am I not getting the message? And I was very clearly told that the message that I should share on that day was to encourage people to let go of external fixations and instead focus on internal expansion. Because when we give our power away to an event or to a guru who insists you follow their ways, again, it's your own journey. I honor your free will. When we give our power away, we're always waiting for the next thing. But when we focus on internal expansion, our own unique spiritual growth, speaking our truth from our heart, being authentic, transmuting our own wounds and fears, loving ourselves, and connecting one-on-one with the people we interact with, our own path of ascension is the focus and where the fruits will blossom from. If I truly believe I'm an infinite being of light, it doesn't really matter what happens with the Kavanaugh nomination. And it doesn't really matter what happens with martial law. That might seem like escapism to some of you. It doesn't mean that I'm not in tune what's happening in the third dimensional realm. But truly, I know that my own internal expansion is what I came to the planet for. And when I hold my own higher frequency, I then am humbly honored for that frequency to resonate with those who are in harmony with it. And not everyone will be. So go gently, my friends, over this next week. Trust in your own heart. Be aware of when you go into fear. Send me a message through the BBS website if there's something you'd like to share. I honor each and every one of you. I see the light that you are. And I know the divinity that resides within your heart. Together, as we each focus on our own internal expansion, We will create the world we choose to see, whether it's just in our own community or collectively. Know that you are loved and cherished and know that it is your imperfections that source honors within you because those are the courage markers that brought you to this planet to share your gift. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week. I'm signing off. Mahalo Nui Loa. I'm Chief Joseph, and I'd like to talk with you about a product called Stop Itch. It's an all-natural product that stops itching and scratching instantly. From all types of rashes, including eczema, psoriasis, dermatitis, poison oak, all bug bites, and it's safe for kids and babies of all ages. And for a limited time, it's half off at www theskingod.com or 888-391-5432. Thank you.
Thank you.